Okay, welcome back to Only Trying to Help, the podcast where we try to help you be helpful to others. I'm Kate, counseling extraordinaire, <laughs> uh, and I'm here with my favorite life guru, Leslie. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm not feeling like an extraordinaire today because typically you and I do this with like champagne <laughs> and it feels so fancy. Today, I'm in sweatpants, and I brought a box of donuts. <laughs> so, strangely, I actually put on makeup today, which is not normally what happens. I noticed. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say I was anything. like, let me not look like a scrub for Kate today. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> full disclosure, you walked in, I could tell you had makeup on, and you looked fantastic, and I was getting ready to say... You look great. And then our episode on compliments went swimming through my head. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what's the rule? What am I supposed to say? I think I'm not supposed to compliment you on your looks. Oh, and no. All of that went through my head. <laughs> but anyway, now I feel like I can just tell you, you look great. And um, put your face um, on. And or one good. of your faces. You have another one, too, which is no makeup. Yes. Yeah. And it's a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> we love all your faces. Um, well, let's see. So you had the time today to take 10 minutes and put your makeup on. And the topic for this episode is sort of around timing, actually. Um, sometimes when we're trying to be helpful to someone or maybe have like a really tough conversation with someone, uh, we look for the right time, or I guess I hope we're looking for the right time. And sometimes it's hard to find the right time and place. And I guess the topic for today is just... Like, how would you know and how do you want to sort through or think about what, um, how timing and space matter for these conversations? Because we can, for episode after episode, say, find the right time, but if we don't spend some time thinking about what that means, we're not really offering any good advice. So here are a couple things I think we can assume off the bat, or I think we can assume. So one is... At least for me, first thing in the morning before I've had my coffee is bad timing. Oh, yes. Okay, just bad timing. I have had people ask me very simple questions pre-coffee, and I look at them like, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) Yeah, actually, you know, speaking of what I just said, like, if I haven't put my face on for the day yet, um, (laughs) probably not the best time. I mean, you know, I've, I've been more flexible with that recently, but... Um, but just give me a second to get my, my head on straight. And I think that that's, you know, an important thing. I'm not a morning person. I am not a morning Um, person. And I know some people really, they wake up and they are just sunshine and, and roses and I'm, I'm not there yet. I'll get there. Um, I wish that everyone could see our faces right now. <laughs> I wish everyone could see our faces because at least mine is, I'm just sort of shaking my head side to side. It's it's a life I don't know, that kind of wake up, happy, sunshiny, I don't understand it. And I admit, I can be downright mean in the morning. And so... At, you at, know, I think it's important to know that exact thing about who you were talking mm-hmm. with because that's a great a great thing. I am not a morning person, so I'm not going to address you in the morning, but I might wait until like 8 p.m. to bring Mm -hmm. something up. And for some people, that's like the nuclear option. Like, what are you doing? This is my wind down. I'm about to be in bed in an hour. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, 
you know, my mom is my mom is an early early to bed person, early to rise person, and um, there will be times where I'm like, all right, it's eight o'clock, I'm about to like you know drop some kind of knowledge of what's going on in my life, <laughs> yeah. and then I really have to stop and be like. She's, you know, she. This is not the right, the right moment for it. her. But if I called her at seven a.m. while you know I'm getting ready for the day, she'd be like, "All right, let's talk business." Yeah, it's funny. You and I are the same, and our moms are the same. <laughs> My mom would love it if I would just call her on her way to work in the morning. Like that's her time. It is not my time, but that's the good time for yeah. her. Yeah. And you mentioned 8 p.m. being a time that is not good for a lot of people. I agree because that's primetime television. <laughs> and how dare you try to have a tough conversation with someone when their show is on. True, true story. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of um, you know live TV, but also like don't talk to me during the Eagles game. Yeah, or, right, whatever it is that you care about, whether it's a sitcom or a game or the news is on, I think that if someone's watching TV, don't assume they're just killing time and they're available. That might be something that they've been looking forward to all week. So I think it's also maybe not the best idea to just bombard someone when they've just walked in the door, and I've been guilty of this. Like, oh, good, you're home. Um, I got to tell you, this thing happened. And then I realized, you know what? I didn't give him the chance to like unwind, you know, just to home life mm-hmm. before I just threw something at him. Right. This is not the right time to go in with some kind of big thing. Um, what else comes to mind? We talked about, you know, maybe not first thing in the morning, maybe not when their favorite show is on, maybe not when they just walked in the door somewhere. Other Things that you can think of that might relate to good timing or good place? Yeah, I mean, I think that you have to make sure that the other person is in the right emotional headspace. Yeah, so you're saying not when someone's had a bad day or they're just... they're just feeling a little bit... Sometimes, like, people are like, I'm just feeling a little bit emotionally unstable. I've definitely had, um, you know, a moment where I'm just like, this is just not not my day. Yeah, not my day. Um, I was thinking about... This issue of, like, privacy. Like, Mm. if I need to maybe share some difficult news with someone or offer some help around something I think they're struggling with, and I walk into a room to offer that help, and they're surrounded by four friends, well, this is not the right time. There's no privacy. um, And so out of respect for that person's privacy, I might hold off. Generally... I think it's best to have uh, conversations that are sensitive, more one-on-one. I think the exception to that rule might be if you think the person might respond, I don't know, aggressively, or um, maybe you're you're worried about your own safety in the situation, then you might want to carefully plan this to be in a more public setting, like maybe a park or a restaurant. Um, I don't think those scenarios are ideal, but you're sort of coping with a less than ideal scenario. Right, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think like the, the, the timing and the placement is, is really important. And some people, um, they'd rather have a conversation behind closed doors, and some people um, would rather not have a conversation and look you straight in the face and have nothing to do but stare, you know, eye to eye about mm-hmm. something. For some people, like, when they're getting a difficult you know, having a difficult conversation, um, you know, it's just like making that eye contact somehow makes it like 
more strenuous. So actually mm-hmm. having some like a, occupying your hands in some way. Mm, yeah. I mean, it, it, it kind of harkens to um, like people who like have like, you know if you go into like a, a therapy they'll have like a um, stress fall mm-hmm. and things like that and the idea is you have something in your hands so you're working something physically which allows you to take some of the focus off emotionally that is a really good point I had not thought of that you can begin to create what could be a better time and a better place by offering something like that um I was also thinking about movement like You're talking about using hands, but, you know, there's some evidence that shows when people are walking, their mind really clears and they get more creative. Um, They have better decision making. I know I have personally found that if I'm struggling to make a decision or to think clearly and I take a walk, it only takes a few moments before I feel like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what I need to do. So anyway, I'm bringing that up because... If you want to have a conversation with someone that might be difficult, that might be sensitive, I think there's reason to argue for trying to do that with a walk. You know, why don't we take a walk in the park and I want to talk to you about a couple things. Um, That could be really nice for folks. I don't know if you've experienced that at all. (laughs) I experienced it yesterday, actually, where a colleague of mine was like, hey, I, I need to get something off my chest. And I was like, well, come on up to my office. And she was like, <laughs> you, you can just hear like the air coming out of her lungs. And I was like, how about we go take a walk? Yeah. Um, and that, I think, allowed us to like get it out. And like there was like maybe a little bit of like, be, walk, yeah, get mm-hmm. it out. Um, and then, um, you know, a little bit of joy because we ended up, um, you know, going and, and purchasing tiny pumpkins tiny pumpkins we should add that to our list of tips if you're not sure if it's the time or place get a tiny pumpkin (laughs) I'm sorry but you have to go for a walk why? I need a tiny pumpkin (laughs) you know and as much as I love the idea of walking it out to talk about something if you have to sit like maybe the person isn't capable of walking or it's pouring rain Mm -hmm. or whatever the situation may be I think there are different ways to set up your your sitting situation that may help. So, for example, I would never recommend having a difficult conversation with someone while you're hovering over them. Mm-hmm. So if the, if the person you're speaking to is sitting, you should be sitting as well, even if that means you have to go find a chair or squat down or whatever you have to right. do. But that power dynamic of, like, being much higher than the person – ends up really hurting. I also think um, when two people sit facing each other, I'm using my hands to illustrate this like people can see me, they can't, Um, but sitting facing each other sometimes creates a feeling of a confrontation. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like a face-off. And for that reason, I know sometimes people prefer to do more side-by-side. I think symbolically sitting side-by-side is kind of a nice idea But I think practically it's sort of awkward because you can't see the person. So I like sitting actually kind of the way we are right now, Leslie. I call this the 90 degree sit where you're actually facing a different direction than I am. But we're kind of at a 90 degree angle. And it means that our bodies don't face each other, but our heads can if we just turn a little Mm -hmm. bit. Uh, And I think that's like the happy medium between the face off Mm -hmm. and sitting side by side. Side by side 
always sounds much better than it really is when, like, practically you're trying to look to see, is this person crying? Are they smiling? I can't see them. So those are some thoughts I have about sitting if you have to sit, but I do think walking is quite nice. Everybody's a little different. Some people like this. Some people like that. Some people will like a conversation in the car. Others won't. And I know when we go there, when we keep talking about how everybody's different on the podcast, whatever the topic is, um, it can be frustrating because people want to walk away with like a a message, like Mm -hmm. this is what I should do. And I think the message may be, you know, if you're having a conversation with someone and you just feel like it's not going well, consider the possibility that it was just bad timing. And maybe you couldn't have known that. Maybe you had no idea they're not a morning person. Maybe you didn't realize this was their favorite TV show. Maybe you had no clue they hate talking in the car. Some of this you might just not know. I think our message is to be aware that timing is a factor and place is a factor. And if something's just not going right, I think we're just asking you to consider, could it have possibly been bad timing? Um, rather than assuming, oh, this person's just shutting me down, or they're just um, resistant to talking about this, or they, they are mad at me, or they're stubborn. I think it's worth checking some other things before you write off this person as, you know, uh, difficult to deal with. It might be that they were just in a bad mood that day. I, I start every phone call, every phone call with, is this a good time? Um, you know, I, I run a business. I get a lot of voicemails from folks asking me to call them back. I call them back and they say, oh, thanks for calling. And then they start going rambling with all the things they need. And I say, wait, wait, wait. I just want to check with you. Is this even a good time for us to talk? Mm-hmm. And I will actually stop people because sometimes I can tell they are in traffic mm-hmm. or in line at the grocery store right. or they are doing 20 different things. And they just start addressing the problem. Oh, Kate, thanks for calling. Okay, so here's what we need. We need to do this and we need to do that. And I go, wait, wait, wait. Aren't you in the quiet car right now? (laughs) It sounds like there's a lot going on in the background. Is this a good time or should we talk later? And sometimes people will be like, yeah, 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 it's fine. Okay. And sometimes they say, actually, you're right. I'm in the middle of 10 different things right now. When's a good time for us to catch up? And I'll say, how about, you know four o'clock today and they'll be like perfect I'll be sitting in my office then so I I make it a point to check that box at the beginning of every phone call now when it's friends or family members and not professional relationships I like to send a text before I call this is not something everybody does uh, I think it's the millennial in me. I love that idea. We are both millennials, and this is common in our generation. <laughs> if my phone rings, I assume crisis. Mm-hmm. I assume emergency. Why would you be calling me right. if it wasn't an absolute emergency? So I answer the phone and go, what? <laughs> <laughs> and the person will be like, oh, I just hadn't talked to you in a while. Um, so I will typically send a text to someone and say, hey, is this a good time for me to give you a ring? And sometimes I'll even give them a heads up, like this is important, or it's not important, I just thought we might chat. I I like text for that reason. It's the kind of thing that I can look at when I'm ready and I can answer when I'm ready. That's exactly what I love about text messages is in my mind, if it's not the right time, you can just leave it unread and it's just a text. Like, it's not like you're knocking on my door and I'm ignoring you 
I feel like when a phone rings and it's like, uh, 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 it's so much harder to just ignore that. Mm-hmm. A text message, I can be like, well, I'll read that later. And maybe later means three days from now, but it's just a text message. It's no big deal. If you are at my house yelling outside my window, Kate, I need to talk to you. <laughs> I cannot ignore that. Boombox. Yes. <laughs> but a text message I can ignore if I've got other things going on. And, um, and I do that frequently. And I, I think my opinion is that's socially acceptable. It's just a little, like, little text message. Are we still on the, the topic of timing? I think. Yeah, I, it's sort of. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's related. It's all related. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think maybe the, the last thing I want to say is, you know, we may try and try and try to find the right time and the right place to um, talk about things that might be hard and... Sometimes you just can't find the right time or the right place. And maybe it's a myth that it even exists. Right. Um, And so sometimes you have to let go of all the effort to do this. And sometimes you have to know when to just say, I think I just need to have this talk, whether it's the right time or not. And I have learned this the hard way Um, many, many years ago, before I was even living in Philadelphia, I was in a relationship that I wanted to end and I kept waiting for like, oh, well, it's not the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's his birthday. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't break up with him on his birthday. And then it was like, oh, well, his, his grandfather just died. I can't break up with him now. He's grieving. And then it was like, oh, well, now it's Valentine's Day. What kind of jerk would I be if I broke up with him at Valentine's Day? And this went on and on. And then I realized I am holding him hostage mm-hmm for my own need to feel like a good, thoughtful person. Mm -hmm. And this was my own need to feel like I did the right thing. Meanwhile, I was wasting his time and leading him on. And so I've learned the hard way. You just can't hold things up too long. Sometimes you got to say, I tried to find the right time. There wasn't a right time. I just need to tell you this. Some of this you just have to feel out and know your own limits. And when you realize you're holding on to something, um, whether it's out of kindness toward the other person or is it just because you want to feel like a good soul, if you're holding on to something too long, you got to just say what you got to say. So I guess, you know, again, circling back to the main point, I think timing matters, but it's not... It's not everything, uh, uh, even though the the saying is timing is everything. (laughs) Timing matters, but it isn't everything. Sometimes you you just got to do what you got to do. And I wish I had a rule for you like, okay, care about timing until this happens. And then 36 hours. (laughs) It's, you know, it's not that specific. I think you've got to just feel it out. And at a certain point, let go of all this effort to construct the perfect setting and the perfect scenario and the perfect sunshiny day. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what? Maybe it's just not going to happen. It's not in the cards. And we have to have this talk anyway. Right. Okay. So I would suggest that people begin by paying attention to the times when maybe you felt like someone came at you at a a bad time Mm -hmm. and take those as lessons about like what not to do to others. You know, you and I said earlier in the podcast that we're both not morning people. Um, That will probably be true for me my whole life. However, 
that does not give me free license to just be horrible to people in the morning. Um, so just because I say, hey, I'm not a morning person doesn't mean I get to treat everyone like crap. It means I have a real responsibility to communicate to people that I am sometimes unreasonable in the morning. Is it possible we could talk about this another time? I'm really worried this is not going to go well. Mm -hmm. And I'm committing to you that we can do this in a few hours. I just need a little right. bit of time. But well, like, I don't like to have conversations about, you know, things that I've done wrong in a, in front of other people. Mm -hmm. Like, don't wait till we're at a restaurant mm -hmm. because I'm going to be thinking not about what you're saying, but what the couple behind yeah. me is thinking and what the, the waiter is thinking and all the other elements. And I'm not going to be able to hear mm -hmm. over the buzz of that. Yeah. And, and having the ability to say that, even if you're in the restaurant, like, Hey, what you're telling me is super important. The problem right now is I'm so distracted by what other people might be hearing and kind of the, the embarrassment of it all. And, and I have to like act a certain way now. Like, yeah. And people are looking at me. <laughs> and I just don't think this is going to go Even well. Even they're not. <laughs> I just don't think this is going to be productive. Right. It doesn't feel like a good time for me. However, I'm committing to this other time. So I'm not just trying to get out of the conversation. I'm committing to having the conversation. Right. But I just need to be clear that if, if you push me to have it now, it's not going to go well. Uh, and being clear about that rather than just lashing out at the person is more fair. And so I've, I've had to learn that in the morning because sometimes, you know, I want to just lash out and be like, why are you talking to me? Why are you talking at all? I, I have at some points in my life just yelled out, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> and I've had to learn, like, Rather than just getting mad at the person, communicate with this person. This is just bad timing. Okay. I think that's good. Um, let us know if you have thoughts about this. As usual, you can find us on Twitter at IWasOTTH. You can email us um, at questions at onlytryingtohelp.com or check out our website. Uh, any other thoughts? No, this was a great time. Oh, <laughs> you. <laughs>